So if it comes to trying to get motivated in the gym, what does that look like? Maybe it's just simply becoming active for like 15 minutes. Start there. What is going on, Mood Lifters? Welcome to another episode of the Mood Lifter Show. In this week's special episode, I sit down with my buddy, Shaughnessy, who's a performance expert in the military. This episode is very jam-packed with a lot of value, and I found a lot of value in performance work and stuff, and I think it's so important to take some of this stuff into consideration when you're on your exercise for mental health journey. And with that, guys, let's get into it. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Mood Lifters. You guys know who I am, and I got a special guest here for you guys. Shaughnessy, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, hello, Facebook world. My name is Shaughnessy. I'm a performance expert here at Camp Humphreys in South Korea. And uh, what's a performance expert exactly? Well, a lot of my background and education comes from the branch of sports psychology. And what we do here at Camp Humphreys is I work with soldiers, their mental skills on by teaching them how to apply and use strategies in order to do so. Mental skills, that would include your overall focus. You know, what's your confidence level look like? how much control your thoughts have over you and how you can self-regulate and be a little bit more self-aware with the type of thinking that you have along with trying to be effective with your own energy management as well. I know we've talked about this a couple of times and I think it's one of the coolest things I've ever experienced is like the motivation, you know, the, the curves and stuff like that, like the inverted U theory and things like that. And I've always came to you for that because I always thought it was very intriguing. And the fact that you're kind of in that field it's pretty interesting. And I'm sure the mood lifters watching us right now, they probably will find a lot of value in this. So I wanted to ask you in regards to just exercise in general, how'd you get started with it? Yeah. You know, so with exercise in general, it was pretty heavy handed when I was a kid because my dad's like my hero, right? So he was able to uh, get me involved in sports at a young age. With that being said, I played a lot of football growing up. I got into competitive weightlifting for a while. I even got a chance to coach weightlifting for a while. That's how I got involved in a lot of athletics growing up and also including just personal fitness goals as well. You know, when you're out of sports and you're kind of retired with competitive lifting, for example, you got to, you know, make your own goals on how to just simply stay healthy or, you know, try to keep the gym bod, you know, whatever the goal is, right? (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I want to say, I think one of the most memorable things is when we we worked out at 24 hour and all I see is you overhead pressing the 225 for reps. And I'm like, (laughs) the hell? (laughs) I still, I still military press today. So, um, oh man, I don't know if I'm able to, I actually did a max out before my hip surgery a year ago. And that was probably the heaviest I've done most recently. So, but what was yeah. it? Hmm? What was your overhead press at the max out? It was 300 solid pounds. Oh man. Uh, no leg drive, <laughs> military press, <laughs> collarbone, all the way to extended elbow. Oh, yeah. God. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know, I get I try to get to back in the day, I try to get to 135 and I was struggling. Now I got like, I got 135 with reps now, but once you get past like 165, 170, it's a wrap for me. Yeah. It's always like, you know, the military press and just working that whole shoulder area, you know, like the rear delts and, you know, just trying to build as much stability as you can, but that goes for every, any muscle group, I guess, you know? 
anyways it was one of those things i always found intriguing when i saw you press it up overhead i was like holy shit that's crazy i've never seen that before <laughs> in my life <laughs> especially with the barbell man <laughs> well thank you i appreciate it now i want to ask you this in regards to how your expertise ties into mental health and performance hmm okay well so sports psychology it doesn't have anything to do with anything clinically. So with my expertise, I'm not really working with well, soldiers for now, but even just athletes or anyone who's performing, I'm not really working on anyone who has a clinical diagnosis necessarily. I am a resource, however, to teach individuals on how they can just progress. Mm -hmm. uh, what does that look like? That can include goal setting. Hey, you know, this is where your baseline's at. You know, where are we at right now? How do we improve? I think that could definitely contributes to mental health. Also getting a little bit more of a grip on the type of thinking we have. Some lessons that I teach performers, how do you control counterproductive thoughts, especially when you're about to perform a task? We all know that we get tons of butterflies in your stomach right before a performance, whether that's doing like a weightlifting competition or if that's, you know, going in front of a promotion board for military personnel, how do we interpret those butterflies, right? Is it, it's an overall nervousness? Yes. Does it mean you're ready? Well, let's take a hold of that. Maybe it does mean you're simply ready. And what kind of thoughts are we going to use to help us rather than work against us? Those seem to be pretty effective when it comes to mental health, especially with how we can use applied practices such as deliberate breathing. You know, how do we calm our nerves? How do we have a better mind-body connection? And just building that overall self-awareness is what really helps mental health. That's one of those things I've mentioned before with some of the guys, just like focusing on pursuing small steps and just getting that constant progress, whether it's like physical activity, whether it's eating a healthier meal, whether it's sleeping better, all of it matters, right? Every step of the way, you know, you're making that consistent progress. You're going to see the results over time. I've kind of realized, you know, everything fitness and just life itself is all about motivation, where there's so many things that motivate us, good and bad. There's always something that, that can distract us. And it could be a motivator that we pursue, like watching, binge watching our shows, you know, playing video games for 10 hours at a time. Like there's, there's things that like can pull us in and we kind of lose motivation for other things. I feel like our brains are battling for like, our brains are battling different kinds of motivation. And the one that wins is the, obviously the one that's most desirable at that moment in time. But it's just really interesting for me to, you know, come across this and have this conversation because I've always been intrigued about this process. It makes a lot of sense what you're saying. You're talking about a lot of these things that distract us and, you know, build that comfortability within the moment, right? Whether that's binge watching the TV show or just laying on the couch, whatever it may be. Uh, motivation is such a tricky thing for people to get a hold of. I always have soldiers really focus in on their internal motivation. And what is internal motivation exactly? Well, that's going to all depend on, you know, what you, what you self-identify as. Also, what behaviors do you value? What's the outcome that comes with going to the gym every day, for an example? Uh, do you value better health? Do you value better health because you have to be in shape to be a better father for your children? Find those values as to why you're doing exercise to begin with 
is what's going to help drive that motivation in the long run. And if it just fits your self-identity that, hey, I'm a hard worker, that's even more powerful for another form of internal motivation. Definitely. I have some guys, they're sitting down and like, I know I'm a beast, like I'm a beast mentally. There's a beast that's waiting to be brought out. And that's one of their drives. They're like, I want that beast to be like physically personified. I want to lose this weight so I can be that person who I am up here. And I'm on that journey. And a couple of the guys that I actually have a weekly show with, that's them. They're going through the grind. They're making this progress. And at first the beast was kind of like, pushed down. They were kind of down and they're like, I want to lose the weight, but I don't know how to. And now that they've taken it one step at a time, the beast is crawling out now. It's it's something that's always been like interesting in that regard too. Cause I kind of think like that too, when I was, you know, starting my journey, I was like, there's a beast in here. There's some, there's some fire that's like inside. And that was kind of like my why, why in discovering that. And then with physical activity, it's crazy how it could even be a matter of a couple of years, but me being in exercise for like 12 years now, it's crazy what I could do compared to who I was before. Before I had zero coordination, zero footwork, clumsy. You know, I got, when I was trying to play sports, playing baseball, I, I would try to catch the ball and then the ball would hit me in the eye and it would cost us the game, like <laughs> that kind of stuff. And now it's like that hand-eye coordination is a lot better and all that. It's crazy how you can kind of be that person before and then turn into you know, someone completely different. Yeah. And you know what I like about your platform is that one of the other things that we need to help drive our motivation is a support system. And it sounds like you do that with your weekly podcast with these guys. That is so key because going into the gym or just, you know, doing any kind of exercise to begin with, you do that alone all the time. It's going to really get to your head. You don't necessarily need to go to the gym with someone all the time. But if it's coming on a podcast like this or just finding a friend that can hold you accountable for the type of goals that you have, that's a strong support system that helps you keep going. And I guess I just wanted to give you credit on, you know, how effective that can be for people who are trying to meet those fitness goals. I appreciate that. It's one of those things too, is like, I'm trying to get everyone into the community, but sometimes they'll email me and stuff. And I'm like, I'm here for you guys. Like you can just I'm just an email away. If you don't feel comfortable being on video, you can message me at any time. I know how important that support system is because without it, it's so hard to stay consistent with physical activity. I mean, there's some research that says like, if you don't have like an accountability partner, like your, your ability to stay consistent just dwindles away like drastically. And it's something that I've always had in the back of my mind. And I've been in a phase through exercise where I was kind of like having that lone wolf mentality where I'm like, I'm doing my own thing. I don't need a support system and stuff like that. But I'll tell you, that's where the worst progress was made. As crazy as it mm-hmm. sounds like my workouts are crap. I wasn't making any progress. I was stagnating. And then once I started, you know, seeing my brother, seeing playing, you seeing these guys powerlift and stuff, it got me into it a little bit. I got, I actually made a lot more progress because of them. And then now it's like, I have this other support system with the martial arts that I'm doing. It's crazy how like, when you have this, how crazy things can, you know, develop over time. And I'm really trying to bring that here in this community, because if we can get that active support system, that consistency, that adherence to exercise, like people are going to see the results, just being a part of this, you know? I completely agree. You know, it's all about trying to find your tribe, right? That's coming on here, or just finding someone to be, you know, being part of something, right? Is a huge impact. Also, the knowledge base that you get 
from the people you get from your communication is even in, or from your communication from your uh, community we'll call it is another important piece is just really knowing what you're doing with your fitness goal um, whether that's just researching things on the internet finding those social support systems hey what kind of exercises work this muscle how do i get better cardio another strong form that helps with motivation it's just simply knowing a deliberate plan of what you're doing before walking into the gym. I don't know if anybody out there can relate where you just decide to go in the gym one day and say, well, you know what, I'm just gonna wing it. I'm not gonna write anything down. I'm not gonna put my sets, reps, or percentages. I'm not gonna calculate any of that. I'm just gonna see what happens. And to relate with you, Tony, I kind of feel, when I kind of felt that lone wolf mentality as well, I felt like I didn't even need a program for myself. And that just, yeah, the training was absolute crap. Even though I had all this experience, I still need that support system. I still need to reach out and learn more from other people. Definitely. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because I've kind of realized it myself, where even if you have a significant amount of expertise, you know, you have the credentials and everything like that. When you're teaching people, you, you learn so much from them. Like me being able to put out content and stuff, I learn a lot from the guys because I, I kind of realized too is some of the stuff that I had problems with when I started my journey with exercise I completely forgot about and they're like hey I have a question for you what if we do this like how are we going to go about this process and I'm like sitting there I'm like holy shit this is something that I had an issue with years back it, I kind of pushed it aside and I'm like these guys need help with it I'm going to create videos I'm going to create content around this you know I'm going to constantly put it out so that when somebody asks, you know, we have this whole entire guide or resource page, or even somebody asks me a question, I'm like, here, here's a video I made on it. But if you have any more questions, feel free to reach out because I'm more than happy to make multiple videos on this topic because I feel like it helps me understand the topic a lot more and it helps others, you know, go about this process and they, they can kind of feel like, you know, they're part of a community that actually gives a shit, you know, and that's like my <laughs> whole thing. Kind of aspire for as this thing grows and as my brand grows to be able to hire other people and get people on my team who have even more expertise and like people that have like the exercise science background that are constantly studying that kind of stuff. And they're like, Hey, so-and-so has an issue with this. They like this sport. I'm going to help them with this, you know, and that, that comes with time, but I can definitely see where this can go down the line and how I can help people. And I know that right now we're just getting started, but once things get rolling, it's going to be kind of crazy to see where this turns out, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Like I say all the time when I talk to you on the phone, like you're doing an awesome job with everything, man. I remember contacting you about opening up my own website and I put some pictures up there and, you know, I was trying to create tabs and it was so bare bones. I'm like, God, I can't believe Tony just put so much thought into this stuff. It drives me crazy. I can't even make one web page. But <laughs> it was just I've like, man, you you're killing it on the on this platform. I, I really appreciate that. I don't think so myself, but I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. I'm like, it's me sitting down on YouTube just trying to figure <clears> it out. <laughs> and then you eventually, you know, you learn a lot. And then you're like, all right, you know, I could do this, this, this. So like, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So props to you on that. So you're, so I guess like the, the overall intent is to just really try to get people motivated on your site then. Is, yeah, so, is the bigger piece. yeah, so like, I, I'm kind of picturing it in phases. And phase one right now is really helping people build that exercise consistency 
and just being able to get them moving. I know that some of my guys come from different backgrounds and stuff. Some of my guys are, they're actively trying to figure out what works best for them. I say the most important thing for some of them is just to like get started and just get moving. And then as time progresses, they can incorporate other stuff. And one of the things I've kind of noticed too is the simplicity is key. Like they're going to ask you, Hey, what's the best exercise program? And I'm like, I don't like that question. Cause you know, it's, <laughs> you know, the answer it's different for everybody. I kind of look at it. I'm like, your best program right now is to keep it simple. One perfect example is one of the guys that's in our mood lifter calls, Chris, he's like, I'm going to do three exercises every day, 50 reps each. And he started with body weight exercises and he's gotten stronger from them. He went through this 50 day challenge and he was 49 out of the 50 days. He was able to adhere to it. There was one day he fell off, but then he just finished up the day. He's like, All right, I fell off. I'm going to finish up that 50th day, you know, that following day. After that, he was like, I want to do something different. I'm starting to get bored of this. I want to do something different, but I want to keep like three or four exercises and just go into the gym, do those four exercises and get out. I'm like, all right, perfect. He showed me an Excel spreadsheet that he made. And he was like, you know, here's my week schedule. These are the exercises I choose for this week. My goal is to variate it. So I don't overexert myself on certain muscle groups and things like that. I'm like, oh, this guy's been, this guy's been watching some of the stuff he's been researching. Like he made an Excel spreadsheet. I'm like, he's, he's sticking with it. That's when, you know, like he's dedicated. That actually got me really hyped up. I was like, yes, it's all coming. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's, that's so cool because everyone always tries to find that perfect starting point. Right. And that doesn't just mean exercise. It goes for everything. If I had to share my experience with this job that I have for the past couple of years now, I remember in the beginning, I was like, hey, what is the best way that I can put together a PowerPoint on thought consequence, which is basically like how your impacts, how your thoughts impact your emotions and reactions. And I just remember a guy came up telling me, he said, well, it all depends on what, who your crowd is, first off. And the second thing is, it all depends on what do you feel comfortable teaching? And even though it it was, an, oh, it was actually a pretty good presentation, but from that one experience with me just putting things together on my own and getting a little bit of support from a coworker, I started looking for the mistakes. I started looking for things on what to improve on that PowerPoint. Oh, hey, you know what? I might use this slide deck instead and piece these things together. And it worked out perfectly. Did I have the perfect thing to start with? No but probably a lot of people don't even remember that starting point anyways. Now I'm doing a lot more better presentations. So let's just keep going with it. Yeah, definitely. You know? so. <laughs> definitely. I agree with that hundred percent. Some of the stuff that you, you talk about with, with your expertise, how can you use that to apply for those getting started on their exercise journey in regards to like the stuff that you talk about with motivation and things like that? Yeah. So like, how do we get people to, use some of these skills. Let me think about that. You know, I'm going to refer to a goal setting plan that I use with some soldiers who are trying to get back up on their feet with their careers. I asked them like, hey, what do you want to be more motivated to do? And a lot of them say, well, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to get back to, you know, my MOS. I'm just trying to get back to my typical duty. I don't know what to do. Well, I'm not asking for this crazy goal, but 
Could it be something simple like, I don't know, my goal when I came out here, I just wanted to go explore Korea. And, you know, when you start off with more simple things like that, it has this effect kind of like what we were talking about, where you will just on your own start researching things a little more once you just identify something very simple that maybe intrigues you a little bit. So if it comes to trying to get motivated in the gym, what does that look like? Maybe it's just simply becoming active for like 15 minutes. Start there, right? Just start it simple because when you start getting on that treadmill for 15 minutes, it might have a chain reaction of, oh, hey, it's showing my heart rate. What does that mean? Oh, I have like a good heart rate one day, bad heart the other. There's a lot of recovery that comes into play. You feel like crap when you go into the gym. Oh, that's why when I was using weights like five days in a row, I felt like crap. But if I recover better, I'll be able to continue weights. How do I recover? Oh, eat these foods. Get eight hours of sleep. It's this huge chain reaction that occurs. But we're talking about step one, right? I think it all comes down to identifying your values. What do you find important? Find your why as to why you want to get physically in shape. Is it because I think I gave some examples earlier of, do you want to be a better father and be able to go outside and play with your children? Yes. Okay. Let's start there. Cardio. You know, you want to get your cardio up. I feel like I'm a, a hard worker and I really want to apply that type of hard work physically in the gym. That's great. Let's focus in on that. Identifying those values is what's going to be most important. Pretty much your why as to why you want to go into the gym. And don't feel like, you know, also not feeling that it doesn't feel appropriate. Because I think a lot of people, when they go into the gym and they say, well, you know, I just want to get in shape and look good for people. That's okay. That's absolutely all right. Hey, you know what? Maybe that does morph into you being a competitor. But if that was for the rest of your life of just trying to look good and be in shape and be healthy, it doesn't matter. Stay with that value if that really is your value. And values change. I love that. You simplified a lot of what I talked about, where it's like, just get in there like 15 minutes. That's all you need. Start with 15 minutes, just get in there, get some work in. And then the momentum comes through from that. When I first started my journey, that was exactly it. It was that one thing what I can do. And then my body was like, I need the fuel I need the right amount of nutrition. I can't be having my Big Macs and my McFlurries anymore. So I had to change things up with that. I had to get a little bit more lean chicken and things like that into my diet, essentially, and then fruits and vegetables. And then I was able to recover better. And I was able, and you just keep getting this momentum. And then also on top of that, it's like when I dealt with a lot of sleep insomnia when I was, you know, dealing with my depression and stuff. And once I started working out, I was just too tired. I was too tired to be anxious. I was too tired to sit down and like, oh, there's another day of this bullshit tomorrow. I would come home after a workout. I would just lie down and pass out. And I'm like, I haven't had sleep like this in four, four or five years. Like this is insane. And then that even helps with everything. You know, you're a lot more energy. You're making better food decisions and things like that. And like you said, it's a chain reaction. Just start with that one thing. You just get that momentum and everything starts to fall into place. I truly believe that as well. And I've seen that from the guys that are, that are on this journey. And they know that even when they're like, kind of, they're feeling like crap, or they're slacking off, you know, there's just something going on in their life that's pushing them back with a physical activity, they still have that urge in the back of the mind, they're like, I need to work out, you know, 
And that's when you know that you've kind of built those, those discipline muscles, I guess you can say, where it's like, yeah, <laughs> need it in your life. You need it in your life. And when you have that, that's when you know there, if you just keep at it and you keep working it, working those discipline muscles and your own physical muscles, you're going to see the progress over time. Yeah, for sure. You know, if I had to be completely honest, I recently just took like four months off the gym and that's probably the longest break I've had in a very, very, very long time. And I was trying to get up off the couch myself and just go back. I thought, well, what do I want to do? I started like going hiking out here in Korea because that's awesome. I'm on my feet. But then that transitioned very quickly to going back to the gym. Um, but hey, you know what? Is my diet great? Not really. But, you know, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to overload myself with this pressure. That motivation that I have right now with just simply going to the gym for sometimes five times a week is going to be good enough for me. And if I eat at least just good enough without counting all the calories and doing all this crazy stuff, you know, just ease off the pressure so you can keep yeah, that motivation exactly. going. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good topic. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, is there anything that I can help you with? Yeah. God, I was really trying to think, you know what? Okay. I have a couple things because I know you like to read a lot about just fitness in general. I wanted to ask you about biofeedback. What's an appropriate device people can use for, so here, let me, maybe I can explain a little more depth. Right now, I'm, I've been going back into the gym for the past few weeks. I noticed during my break, you know what? I go into the gym every day and I just absolutely kill myself. I'm destroying myself. Mm -hmm. One of the things that actually did motivate me to get back into the gym was learning a little bit more about heart rate variability and how much of an impact that has on your recovery. Where do you set the percentages day by day? That way you don't burn yourself out and say, you know what, I don't want to go back to the gym for another five months or whatever it was I took off uh, because it just sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I was just about to look into this. I have not looked into it yet. I'll be honest. Like I haven't looked into it yet, but just recently, a few months ago, I started hearing about this kind of stuff and like how, you know, and it impacts recovery. And I'm like, I need to look into this a little bit more and I still haven't. So I apologize about that. I, I don't have the answers just yet, but I could probably find them. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's good. And God, there were some other things I wanted to ask you with helping me. What's, what do you think? Well, one thing I am working on too is rest times. Like, what do you think about rest times? Like, how do you give a program those in? Cause I've just been doing about a minute 30 and that's been having a really good impact on my cardio and I'm already like noticing that I've been losing weight. I've kind of realized that I know there's some general rest periods for certain exercises, you know, with repetition ranges and things like that and how you're train, how intense you're training and stuff. And uh, to me, I think it, I think it's a genetic thing as well. Like it depends where you need to kind of discover that process where for me, for example, if I'm going to be strength training, for my upper body, my upper body will recover quickly. So I only do like, if I'm doing sets of five on the bench press, for example, I probably only need two minutes of rest for me to get back mm -hmm. into it and do a, a set of five. My body just tells me to get into it afterwards, but I don't know if I should stay a little bit longer to test it out and see if my lifts go up. That could be a possibility. But mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to my lower body, I feel like it depends on the exercise, <laughs> but if I do deadlifts, for example, 
and I'm working up to my like estimated one rep max, not even one rep max, probably like 95%. Recovery can go up to like 10 minutes for me at times because I'm just so taxed. My body is just so taxed from it. It's a tricky thing, but the way that I've tested it before is just me writing down my rest times and writing down the RPE, as you know, like the rate, rate of perceived mm -hmm. exertion scale. And that's a little bit more advanced for my guys, but I can explain <laughs> that another day. I kind of look at it like that and I start to find a pattern. Let's say, for example, I'm doing sets of 12 and the RPE is probably eight and a half. And I give myself a rest period about 60 seconds and I get back into it. And then it's, a, it's another eight and a half, nine, somewhere around there. And I'm like, okay, that 60 second mark didn't really push the, the RPE too much. But let's say, for example, I did 45 seconds. I would have been RPE 10. My reps would suffer and my reps would tank down to like nine or 10 reps. And if you write it down or even track it in some way, you can kind of get the answer for yourself. Yeah, I've, I've looked at tons of different things with rest time and a lot of them make sense. The only thing that I'm trying to balance now is, you know, soon I'll be going into hypertrophy here, which, you know, is like the 10 to 12 rep range for each yeah. set. They say wait at least a minute for each of those sets. Well, we're doing some weightlifting here, right? We're probably putting some pretty good weights on. So I'm thinking like, oh my God, like one minute. I don't know if I, I think I would die. I think I'm going to die. I have an answer for that for you. So like, is okay. it, are you going to be mostly doing the barbell work or is it going to be like a combination of dumbbells, barbells or? Right. So the way that I typically do it is I use a core exercise. Then I do like a secondary exercise. Okay. And then I always get this one wrong. Assisted exercise or what is, what's the other word? I can't think Auxiliary. Of <laughs> uh, or auxiliary, you know, like the dumbbell. Yeah. 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 So once. Yeah, one that's going to have a more meta, meta, lower metabolic output. The way that I do that is what I'm going to experiment with is I'm going to take like my best for 10 on bench press, deadlift, you know, whatever it is. And the first week, if it's going to be a minute or a minute half rest for each of those, I'm dropping it down to like 60% yeah. of my best max for 10 on whatever the lift or whatever lift that is. And the second week, I might bump it up to about 75%. And then the third week, I'll give it a go. I'll see if maybe I can just do one big heavy set that beats my previous max of 10 reps and then drop it down to 75 and 60 again for that. But that's what I'm planning on doing. So with the barbell stuff, I've seen a lot of like people set up these programs and they even give their, themselves like three to five minute rest periods for like 10 rep sets. And I think it's just because of yeah, the yeah. load. Like if you're going to be doing barbell work, let's say you're squatting and you're squatting 300 pounds for sets of 10, for example, I think you're going to need more rest. Than yeah. It's well, one thing, one thing I did fail to mention as those weeks progress, my rest time will be more than a minute. Okay. okay, okay I yeah. forgot. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Okay. That's still an interesting <laughs> program. Nonetheless, I think, it, I mean, you probably find out as you go a couple weeks in, you're like, holy shit, that one minute rest time is like, oh right? yeah. You said the rest time is going to extend week by week. Yeah. First week I'll probably do like a low percentage, maybe like 55, 60%, three sets of 10, about a minute and a half rest. Then the next week, when I go to 75%, I might increase that up to two and a half to okay. three minutes. And then that third week, especially when I go for that new max after warming up. I'll probably give myself like 
three and a half minutes, just mm -hmm. kind of get in the zone, hit that. And then for those two down sets, maybe I'll do like, you know, three, three and a half minutes again. I would just say, don't beat yourself up if you can't, like, after a minute, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just some days. John, see, I'm concerned with you. <laughs> yeah, there's some days where even when, I, when I'll pull some weight, like, after, like, I've been doing a lot more of jujitsu and things like that. And then there's some days where I feel incredible, where I'm like, oh, I feel like I can just destroy every, the weights, you know? And then there's yeah. other days where I lift up, like, 225 for deadlift. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and you know I, I don't feel like i have to be so stuck you know like hey if it's to where you gotta go down especially i'll do the same workout twice in the week that second workout i'll go low percentages on those okay. days. like do the recovery day but you know things don't work out accordingly right because i think one thing i wanted to mention too on your podcast was the importance of a work-life balance Mm -hmm. And if it's not just work, you're trying to balance with fitness, it's also your social life and just, you know, not going stir crazy with responsibilities, becoming aware of like how much strain gets put on your body, whether if that's just simply working really hard in the office one day, and then going to the gym, the type of impact that has on, on your fitness, right? Yes, that's definitely something I can attest to because it's been a stressful week for me. And my workouts have been stressed out too so it's, it's yeah. been like today's workout like the class that i had my shoulders were fried and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna go through this but after finishing it up i've just been relaxing i've been doing some work but like i know i was thinking about it, i was like once this workload is off i'm gonna recover a lot better like i'm gonna yes be a lot more energized in the following days once i get everything taken care of and it's it's something that we don't talk about often you hear it sometimes in the fitness space but you don't hear it a lot how like any type of stress will impact your body. Like it could be physical stress. It could be mental stress. And I, I've mentioned this a couple of times with my guys where it's like, you're dealing with depression, for example, and that's a stressor in its own. You, you know, a lot of people theorize that for prolonged bouts of stress can lead to things like depression and anxiety. And if you have that, you're not going to have the energy and the motivation to do certain things, but you know that you have this weird, weird paradoxical effect with the physical activity if you're like inactive and you introduce some activity, you start to reduce the stress. Now, what happens is like, if you do too much physical activity, the stress comes back up, you know, and you, you have yeah. to have that balance of that so, stress and recovery. It's so true though, because again, like before I took this time off, I look back and I'm like, not only was I killing myself in the gym every day, but my work was absolute crap. I couldn't even pay attention every day at work. Like I just was not there mentally. Like everything just deteriorated when I just pushed it way too hard. Recovery is so important. It really is. Focusing more on that too has been helping me improve my sleep. My memory is so top notch the past month going back into the gym, but I've had so much more deliberate planning with everything that it's way less stress instead of just walking to the gym and doing whatever going back i've gotten back to writing things down in the journal again okay i can look at the progress on paper i'm on the right track dude that's so awesome that, like it's just so interesting how how things like that just occur i've been on both sides with the physical activity of overtraining and then i've also been like 
just hammering away at, you know, work stuff. And I've had times where I was like, okay, everything that I'm putting on here, like for work is, it's not registering. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to just take a step back this entire day. I'm just going to kick back, relax, you know, take care of myself. Nice, hot shower, hot bath, whatever it is. And read a book. Next thing you know, that rest was exactly what I needed and it re-energized me. And I've also done this before with my business where I actually went to go travel earlier this year. I was working on my business, hammering away at it. And then I got invited to this business thing in Austin, Texas. And I was like, I was kind of concerned that if I left my home, you know, where the business is going on and things like that. But it was like, that was a stressor in the back of my mind. I was just so worried about the business. But then when I went to this thing, I had some moments where I was like, it was very insightful for me to, you know, be around these guys, learn a lot from them. But in addition to that, I had my own downtime where I could just sit in like a hotel room or go outside and just explore for myself. Those moments were like the most therapeutic moments for me because I, I found some light bulb moments coming from that, you know, stepping away uh -huh. from the business stuff and stepping away from the other stuff that I had going on in my life because I was in a different place that I've never been to. And yeah, very insightful. I felt energized after I came back. I felt like I can just conquer the world afterwards. And sometimes you just need to step away, man. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I think just with any kind of job maybe that you've had, or I know I can say something with this experience of just, you know, you reflect on things that you got involved with and how you could have done it better. And the answers were always there, but you were so caught up in the moment with just becoming better and better and better at something you don't even realize maybe some of those small mistakes you're making and just simply stepping back with the unfortunate events of like having to really just quit that job altogether. And you just look back and think, man, if I could just go back and do some things right, it kind of tells me maybe I just should have taken some breaks in between with whatever I got involved with. So I can realize these mistakes, you know? That's so real. That is, yeah. that's, that's like the realest moment of this entire thing that we just, just sit down and talk like that's, that's some real shit. <laughs> yeah. I think we have this idea in our head that it, we feel ashamed of ourselves if we decide to take a day off from the gym or feel like we need to recover. Almost like we're trying to justify it in our heads. But sometimes, you know, when your body's really telling you that you're tired, you're probably really tired. Yeah. And it's okay just to take that day off. Now, if you're taking like three weeks off and saying, no, I feel pretty tired. Like, oh, okay, come on. Like, you know, let's gauge it a little better. Yes, it is going to be hard to get, you know, to get up and go to the gym or whatever you want to do. But yeah, absolutely. Just building that self-awareness is so important. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now, this is actually a really good conversation. Is there anything that you wanted to add or do you have any other questions for me in regards to this or? No, I just wanted to say thanks and thanks for answering my questions on rest times because right now my fitness journey is to have a work-life balance and try to focus more in on my recovery of feeling okay with when to take some time off and also Thank you to the audience to, hey, whoever's watching this, I hope anything that I gave or me or Tony here was valuable for your fitness journey. I wish everyone the best of luck.
definitely appreciate that and appreciate you for coming on. But is there anything like a social media plug that you want to plug in or anything like that? Oh man, we're well, gonna be disappointed in me, but I don't have that website anymore because you know I'm I'm full throttle with this job. However, if anybody would like to contact me, they can message me on Facebook. I use Facebook Messenger all the time. So if you want to meet, reach me there or even my WhatsApp, if you want to give me a phone call, is it appropriate to give my phone number out here? Well, well probably not a good idea. You, you, you send it to me because like, I don't know if it, like this might become a YouTube video and then you start getting these random videos. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're in the Facebook group, right? I believe so. Oh, yeah. I'll double check. So. I'll double check, but then I'll, I'll tag you. Yeah. If people are looking for, you know, doing some some sessions or you know, whatever, uh, I'm, I'm here for you. I'll be a support system. So. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate yeah. you coming on. This this was an excellent conversation. There's a lot of value in it for myself, and I'm definitely going to rewatch this a couple times. You know, Can you um, put a little glow on this head here? I'm, I'm like going to do my best. Possible. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking pretty good. So yeah. You, you, you Thin the fun. jaws up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Make it extra like Chad-like, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I should have popped the collar for this interview. That's what oh, I should yeah, have done. I just make it look official. <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, hey, Tony, thanks again for having me on your show. I, it's an honor. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the help like with the fitness stuff. I don't know if you remember, but you've helped me with a lot of stuff on the, my fitness journey too. Much appreciated. And I will definitely, okay. you know, I'll definitely look into the heart rate and recovery stuff. That's a very important topic that we should definitely look into. And then I'll let you know if anything comes up in that regard. Oh, yeah. I've been you know, researching all the biofeedback of what I could wear. And, yeah. You know, I'm not going to get into that. You know how crazy <laughs> it can get overwhelming, but. Yeah. But awesome, man. Well, you know, good luck with everything on this channel. I'm sure, you know, we're going to talk again here soon. I know that. But keep it going, man. Definitely. Well, I appreciate it. And guys, thank you for watching. And like I said before, if you guys have any questions, comments, or you need help on your journey, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Comment below in the Facebook group. Direct message me at LibreForge. You know, I, I'm answering those messages on Instagram mostly. But with that, guys, I want to thank you guys for watching, and we will see you in the next one. Guys, I want to thank you all for watching this week's episode. If you have any questions or comments, throw them in the comments below. Feel free to direct message me on Instagram at LibreForge if you have any questions. In addition to that, guys, if you need help on your exercise for mental health journey and you want to basically build a badass morning routine that includes exercise, we created a free course for you guys, the Lift Your Morning Mood course. You can get it in the description below or you can head on over to liveryforge.com slash liftyourmood. And then lastly, guys, as you know, we've created products to help you guys on your exercise for mental health journey. And our products come in the form of supplements for the time being. We created a nootropic mood lifting pre-workout and a nootropic calming sleep supplement. If you want to experience them, head on over to amazon.com slash reforged. We just got subscription options on both. And the subscription options are doing fairly well. So if you guys want to come along for the ride, come along for the journey, give us some pretty solid feedback on these products or even more flavor ideas. Feel free to try them out and let me know how they go. And with that, guys, I want to thank you guys for watching. Once again, I appreciate you guys watching. It means so much to me that we're helping you on your journey. And it means so much to me that you're finding value in this. And if you do need more help on your journey or if we're not answering the right questions for you, feel free to let me know. I'm more than happy to help you in any way, shape or form. 
I don't mind interacting with every single one of you. Just bear with me. I'm one person, so I kind of got to juggle things, but I'll respond to you as best as I possibly can and as fast as possible. With that, guys, thank you for watching, and I will see you in the next one.